In today's bonus episode, join us as real estate heavyweights have a chance to go some extra rounds into this week's topic. Hey everyone, I'm here with Ann Uckman. Hey Ann. Hey Jen, thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you could be on again. So Ann is with Star One Realtors and she serves Cincinnati. And we were talking about, I guess maybe debating about, should you show the property to multiple agents or multiple buyers at a time? What do you think, Ann? So I always will put that simultaneous showings are okay. Why? And I don't even, so I feel like, well, I always let my sellers decide because ultimately it's up to them. Sure. But usually they're in agreement with me. I just think it's in this market, it's difficult to get people in. There's not a ton on the market. Mm -hmm. And we, if as a buyer's agent, I would rather be able to show it when I want and have someone else there and we can just start on a different floor or we'll do the outside, you do the inside and we'll switch kind of thing. Yeah. Then have to go at an inconvenient time. Like you want to get as many people in the door as you can. Yeah. And from a listing agent perspective too, I think sometimes having multiple buyers there at once can generate a little bit of buzz and potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Create a sense of urgency. Yeah, for sure. There's been times that like as a listing agent, I've, you know, the seller and I, of course, have discussed it, but basically trying right. to limit the showings to create that same effect, but that's not allowed in our MLS, right? It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's yeah, part it's of our listing contract. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's part of our listing contract that you have to have the property available sh- for showing. So if you're it's going like to... It's so frustrating, though, because the sellers, you know, got kids and pets and blah, blah, blah. And you've got, especially in our market now, you've got people wanting to come from like eight in the morning to like 10 at night. Well, yeah. So you can do that within reason. I just had, I think I was telling you this the other day, an agent who's scheduled until 730 at night. Right. And I called and said, Hey, is there any way you can be out by seven? And he's like, Oh, absolutely. We'll do our best. I'll text you when we're gone. My sellers were texting me at 710. Can we come home? Can we come home? I reached out to him five minutes later. Well, it was like 7.18. He canceled the showing. He hadn't even shown up. Annoying. So it's frustrating. Yeah. So initially my sellers thought, I don't want to limit anyone if they really want to see it. But after that, that was the first day we had it listed. They were frustrated. So you can set showing restrictions. So right now it has the last time slot available is 6.15 for an hour long showing. So they have to be out by 7.15. So you can do that within reason, or you can say sellers only available if their kids nap from two to four every afternoon, right. you know, showings from 8am to 1.30 and then from 4.30 to seven only, you know, you can do um, that. It just yeah. has to be available a reasonable amount. Girl, you know, I was trying to make it unreasonable. I was trying to be like, <laughs> you can come right from like 11 to 12 or from two to three on Tuesday or Wednesday. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so so you're holding it open those times? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So <laughs> yeah. available think- during the open house only. Exactly. And that's it. Yeah, I got in trouble a couple times, I'm sure you can imagine. But do you think <laughs> though that there's any from a buyer's perspective? I, I mean, obviously, like you said, the seller's perspective, it does it can create more urgency or it could even like deter some buyers. But what about from the buyer's perspective? Do you think that they feel frustrated if other people are there? Oh, for sure. But I think as a good 
buyer's agent or an agent who works with buyers, you have to prepare your buyers for what could happen in every aspect. So, hey, we might be in multiple offers. We might have to go above the asking price. We might run into other people while we're looking at houses. Oh, and by the way, you can't take your own photos and videos. We're not allowed to do that. We have to get permission kind of thing. Right. So I think it's all about setting that expectation that it might happen. And they say, well, what do we do if someone else is there? Well, just don't say you love it out loud because everyone <laughs> else will love it. You know, they, I can't believe they did this. This looks terrible. No, but, um, but yeah, the, the other frustrating thing to me though, which is on a similar topic is obviously, you know, I work in training and development. So I deal with a lot of new agents and they will come back frustrated They'll say, you know, we were scheduled to see it between five and six. I showed up and there was an agent there showing it at the same time, which is fine. But she made us wait on the porch Mm. Mm -hmm. until she was done showing it. That is not okay. So I would say respectfully, it's not your right to tell me that. I'm happy to start on a different floor. You know, have you guys seen the basement? We can start in the basement. That's fine. Or we'll look outside. But they have no right to tell you that. And sometimes I'll have agents say to me, Oh, I'm sorry. I know you're here now. Like we were scheduled at five too, but do you care if we wait inside because it's raining? I'm like, you're more than welcome to tour the house, you know, at the same time we have the, like my showing doesn't trump your showing. Right. So that's a stellar decision. And I think a lot of people don't know that. I but think there you're are, right too. I want, because it would, yeah. Yeah. But. There are some instances where I think simultaneous showings are not a good idea and I learned this the hard way and it, it's rare that this will happen, but every now and then you'll get a listing that's on a really busy street and has practically zero parking. Mm-hmm. So you can barely get one agent and one client's car in the driveway. So I listed a home on a busy street a few years back and allowed simultaneous showing Oh no! until, yeah, until I had, we had probably seven showings in one day four of them gave feedback that they didn't even show the house because there was no parking. That's actually a really good point that I never thought of, but you're right. I hadn't either. They couldn't get in or out. Well, that's how we learn all the good things is like when bad things happen to us, we're like, Oh, (laughs) right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And the other problem I've had is if you have a condo that has a common door that needs a key, so like an entry, an outside entry door, and it's like more like an apartment style instead of a townhouse style. Sometimes you'll have multiple showings. I ran into this a couple months ago. There was a condo. I knew it would be hot property. It's an elevator building that's tailored toward like the 55 and over community. And someone was in there because the lockbox was open. The key was out. We had no way of getting in. We were running late because we had two others to see. And I buzzed the buzzer on the condo <laughs> unit. For probably five minutes straight until I think the neighbor next door heard the buzzer and was getting annoyed, knew that the condo was vacant and buzzed us in. Wow. (laughs) And the other agent said, oh, I didn't know what that was. I was like, yeah, I mean, it wasn't her fault necessarily. It was a listing agent who should have said it to no simultaneous showing, but yeah. Right. But she probably didn't think about it until that happened too, you know? No. And she was newer. Yeah. And I told her like, Hey, this happened just so maybe future reference she knows. Well, those are really cool. Right. I really appreciate you being on. 
Thank you. Yeah, no problem. I love giving my opinion. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. I'm here with Sarah Lucas. Hey, Sarah. Hi. Hi. And she's with Berkshire Hathaway out of Bedford, New Hampshire. And we were talking about some best practices around when you have multiple showings, either on your listing or when you're showing a buyer. So, Sarah, what are your thoughts? Well, I just think that it is more efficient for the buyers to be able to go into a house and not run into other buyers. I understand from the seller's perspective or from the seller's agent's perspective where if you have multiple showings, it creates kind of like a frenzy. But from a buyer's perspective, when you go into a house, you want to be able to look at it imagine yourself in it and not be rushed or, you know, right. You want to be or like free to like say what you want or ask questions or like look at things. Yes, exactly. Right. And actually being free to say what you want, it's, it's really going down because a lot of houses <laughs> have recording devices, Alexa, or things like that. So we actually have a disclosure that says, just be aware that some houses may have this. So for, you know, if you, I always tell my clients, just have poker face when you're in the house and we'll talk mm-hmm. about it when we get out. I know it is crazy the amount of like listening and recording there are in the house. It seems so strange. <laughs> yes, it's not. It, I mean, I, in nowadays I understand from a homeowner's mm-hmm. perspective, because we do at my house. I mean, not inside the house, yeah. but definitely outside the house. And it's yeah. just, but from a buyer's perspective, it's definitely tricky. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, I really appreciate you sharing your thoughts. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Have a great day. You do. We hope you enjoyed diving deeper into this week's topic with our real estate heavyweights. If you're interested in becoming a featured heavyweight, please reach out through our Toe to Toe podcast Facebook page.